like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual, kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prunes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I am Primal Piggy. Thank you for listening to the BDSM United podcast. Uh, This is our next in the uh, Sex Magic podcast series. And uh, I have my notes here with me. And um, when I was looking for an introduction to this series, I wanted to find something that captured the consensus of various different traditions. We didn't just want to pick one mystical tradition and uh, go with that. We really wanted to have a variety of different ones represented. And uh, whether you are uh, spiritual or an atheist, uh, sex magic can still work for you. So uh, we wanted to pick uh, an introduction and introductory material about what magic is. We wanted the ca- something that captured the consensus of various different traditions. Uh, Christopher Penzak's The Mystic Foundation was really the perfect tool to accomplish that. Um, I'll link to the book in the description, but uh, here are a few selections that will give us a brief introduction to what to the topic of what we are calling magic and the type of workings that we'll be doing in this series. Uh, first off, I'm Primal Piggy. You can find me on Facebook at The Primal Piggy, all one word. You can also find me as an admin of a rather large Facebook page. Uh, called Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape. You can find that page on Facebook at WCDT BDSM. You can also find this on the web at www.bdsmunited.com. If you're listening on your favorite platform, we always ask that you leave a review, leave a like, subscribe. Uh, Just tell others that we exist and uh, how much you enjoyed this series. Uh, Modern scientists studying... The so-called outer world uh, often arrive at profound metaphysical concepts that parallel the discoveries of devout mystics uh, devoted to the study of the inner worlds. Uh, Each person consists of a subtle but vital energy that sustains and animates the body, mind, emotions, and soul. This life force is found in everything, but its shape and form vary when we compare different substances and even different people. So we all are made up of a uh, of an energy. Uh, we all have uh, something that looks like a mind, something that looks like a personality, something that looks like a soul, uh, something that looks somewhat like a spirit. Uh, we all have some kind of energy, some kind of force within us. And that is the uh, what we are tapping into uh, when we talk about the use of magic. Uh, it, it's known all over the world by various names and has different cultural associations attached to it. Mystics who can see this energy 
can measure a person's health and vitality. And by manipulating the energy, mystics can heal and create change. And this energy manipulation is really a key uh, to sex magic. And it's using that uh, sexual energy uh, produced during sexual activity uh, to, uh, to manipulate that energy and to create change. Uh, life force energy itself is not good or bad, but the form in which we perceive it carries certain connotations. Spiritual energy or life force is like electricity. It depends what it is used for. Electricity can lighten a room and dispel darkness, or it can electrocute someone. Shocking. <laughs> the general vibe of a lamp is very different from that of an electric chair. Everything has a perceivable energy to those who are sensitive enough to tune into it. Some call it resonance. Others call it harmony. Maybe your tradition calls it something else. Many people perceive energy but don't understand their perceptions. Uh, when they meet a new person or enter a room, they have an immediate sense of Safety, danger, joy, nausea, or some other unexplained feeling or sensation. A lot of times we call those people empaths, or they have a certain, where they're able to read a room. Um, here's a brief exercise. Uh, our first of many in this series, this one is simply called Feeling Energy. Sit down in a quiet place where you won't be disturbed, and take a few deep breaths. Deep breathing helps clear your mind, relaxes your thoughts, and gives you greater awareness. If you can pay attention to the subtleties of your breath, you can perceive all sorts of things that most people miss. Rub your hands together vigorously like you're trying to warm them. This sensitizes them to feel energy. Then spread your arms so your hands are far apart, uh, as far apart as possible. Slowly bring your hands together, palms facing each other. With each moment, try to perceive a tactile sense of the space between your hands. You are feeling the energy of your body. Everyone feels it differently, but it has been described to be uh, heat vibration, or pins and needles are like the two positive ends of a magnet coming together. I like, the I like to think that the sensation is much more subtle than any of those descriptions, but this is a good starting place to feel energy. Move your hands back and forth, playing with the energy between them, and you may feel different layers of sensation or resistance. You may not feel a lot at first, but the more you play with this exercise and refine your perceptions, the more you'll feel. Uh, it'll help you feel the energies of different people and locations and gain an awareness of the general vibe or resonance of the energies. Now, a lot of our workings with sex magic will involve working with ours or our partner's energy. It would be a good idea to feel become familiar with the chakra system. The term chakra is very popular in the Western New Age movement and is believed to be universally known 
by mystics, at least in part. Though the most complete system of chakras, including the term chakra itself, come from, comes from the Hindu tradition. The word chakra usually translates to spinning wheel or spinning disc, because many psychics see these centers of energy as spinning vortexes of light embedded in the body. Although many people uh, have added to and adapted this system, the basic form consists of seven chakras running along the spine, starting at the base of the spine with red. The chakras ascend to the colors of the rainbow. Uh, each center is like a spiritual organ representing a certain level of consciousness. As they ascend, they range from basic needs to highest ideals. Energy is exchanged through each center, powering that particular level of consciousness within us. Think of each chakra as a transformer, regulating the energy as it travels from level to level, from the lowest to the highest, and back down again. As it's been said in a past episode, sex magic energy uh, begins on the lower chakras and goes up. Well, um, some forms of ritual or ceremonial magic, they start up at the top and move down. Let's look at one final exercise that's essential to working with energy. Remember, you can always replay these episodes uh, or videos uh, or audio, depending on uh, where you're uh, getting this podcast. And you can, um, you know, hear my instructions. You can rewind, pause, and you can hear these workings to do them and try them over and over again. Uh, and we'll look more at chakras, like I said in a previous episode. That we'll, uh, Again, I'll repeat that here, that we're, we'll learn more about chakras uh, as we move on. So this one is called grounding, this exercise. Grounding is one of the basic skills every mystic should have. Grounding simply means to be fully present in the physical world. Uh, when you alter your consciousness, either intentionally or unintentionally, you're not fully present in your body. So to be grounded, you must return your consciousness fully to the here and now, anchored in your body. When you wake up in the morning, you feel like part of you is still asleep, still dreaming. You're ungrounded. After meditation, people feel slightly dizzy or dazed when they're not fully grounded. If you're shocked, frightened, or in sudden pain, you can become ungrounded. The most extreme experience of what being ungrounded is what is called OBE, an out-of-body experience. All manner of hallucinations and visions indicate being ungrounded. And when you're absent-minded or daydreaming, you're ungrounded. Some, some people are naturally less grounded than others. And those who are more creative or embody the archetype of the dreamer or escapist are often less grounded than those who embody more pragmatic concerns. Uh, being ungrounded is fine under certain circumstances, uh, when doing various meditations, uh, psychic exercises, and rituals, you, you want to be ungrounded because you're intentionally expanding your consciousness. Uh, when shocked, becoming ungrounded is a self-defense mechanism in response to the trauma. 
The trick of a good mystic is to be able to come back fully at will to a state of normal waking consciousness. Many techniques for this exist. Uh, eating grounds you, bringing your energy back uh, to your body for digestion. This is one reason to have breakfast in the morning or to have a feasting celebration after a ritual. Even drinking water can help. Uh, caffeine is very grounding, although that sounds contrary to conventional wisdom. The caffeine high is centered in energizing the body and boosting the metabolism, much like eating in general raises the metabolism. A small burst of caffeine can do so faster, but it's not good to become dependent on it to use for your grounding. Um, uh, another favorite would be chocolate. Um, other substances that give a high, such as alcohol and recreational drugs, actually those unground you, so they are not really useful for that purpose. Um, certain stones, usually dark stones, such as hematite, smoky quartz, and onyx, are also grounding when held. The best grounding techniques are internal and psychic and don't really require any tools. Uh, the following are just a few that are helpful, uh, and you may find them helpful too. You can ground yourself by imagining a beam of light from your root chakra digging deep into the earth, anchoring you like a balloon. Focus on the feeling of gravity pulling you back to center. Imagine your feet are growing like the roots of a big tree, digging deep into the land and holding you down, yet at the same time nourishing you. Feel yourself become sturdy and solid like a tree. Pretend you're sink sinking your feet deep into beach sand. Feel yourself firmly anchored in the material world. You can even just press down on your feet and bring all of your attention to the soles of your feet, bringing the energy down the body, grounding you. If you feel too energized after a ceremony or a ritual or one of these sex magic exercises, get down on your hands and knees and press into the floor. Imagine grounding the excess energy into the earth like a lightning rod. You can even bow your head, imagining only the excess energy pouring out and into the earth. You can send an intention of earth healing with it so as not to waste the energy. If you, if you can't bend over, then hold a ritual object such as a staff, a walking stick, a sword, and use it like a lightning rod to ground the energy in the earth. Uh, in our SM practice, you can use something like a paddle or a, or a crop. Um, you can even lean into the altar and use that like a lightning rod or any piece of dungeon furniture to ground the energy. With the release of energy, root yourself with the other techniques just discussed, and, and you'll be fully grounded. Uh, experiment with these grounding techniques and find the one that works best for you. Make sure to ground after every exercise that expands your awareness beyond the physical world. Integrate the technique into your daily life when needed. So as you can imagine, a grounding is a, great, uh, is a great thing to do during aftercare. After a BDSM or S&M scene, uh, it, after some kinky play, especially if you incorporate any type of sex magic into that kinky play, 
then it is a good idea to do some grounding just to kind of bring yourself back to the present. Uh, if you hit subspace or dom space, uh, you know, do do some grounding. It may help. It may help uh, alleviate some of the sub drop or dom drop that uh, takes place after really intense scenes. Uh, as you can imagine, the intensity level of sex magic exercises can really even ramp up uh, some of that subspace and dom, or say sub dom, uh, yeah, subspace, dom space, whatever. It can really ramp up uh, whatever you call it. You can really ramp up your uh, energy level and you can really be kind of buzzing. And so it's a good idea to do some grounding. So practice these two exercises, the one on feeling energy, the one on grounding, because you'll find that they're pretty essential to, uh, to help you uh, in your magical practice. Uh, I'm Primal Piggy. You can find me on Facebook at The Primal Piggy. This has been another episode of our Sex Magic podcast series. We have done several other series, so check out the archive. We did a lot of episodes recently on fetish fluids, for instance. And maybe that topic, uh, maybe you weren't aware of it, but that topic may be interesting to you. Uh, and, and if you're listening on your favorite platform, be sure, like I said, to leave us a review, a like, a subscribe. You know, all of those types of things that help you can help connect you to us and really help uh, show your 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 friends and your you know that word of mouth really helps us out uh, as as a new and growing podcast. Uh, you can find me as well on on a rather large Facebook page called Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape. About a hundred and twenty thousand followers. Uh, you can find that on Facebook at WCDT BDSM, and as well on the web at www.bdsmunited.com. Thanks for listening today. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of whips, chains, and duct tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters, for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.